have to stand up strong Take the truth about themselves To understand what went wrong I know we can find a way I know we can find a way I know we can find a way Stand up Stand up Stand up Uniting the races with truth instead of dividing them with lies. We're also rebuilding the family by rebuilding the man. I am Jessalyn Peterson. Good morning. Hi, y'all. Welcome to the show. You can get involved by calling 888-77-53773. 888-77-JESSE. J-E-S-S-E, Jesse. My biblical question for this week. The biblical question is a doozy. What is sanity? What is sanity? What is it? Amazing question. We have every way that you can watch and support the show. Listed on jessaleepeterson.com. jessaleepeterson.com slash show. Every way that you can watch and support the show. And if you are out and about anywhere in the world, you can podcast the show later and or listen to it on your iPhone, iPad, or whatever while working out, having breakfast, lunch, and dinner, or depending on where you are. In the world, by calling the listen line on Talk Stream Live at 641 793 Hit the like, but like button, ring the bell. You can ring my bell. Ring the bell. We're also on BitChute, B-I-T-C-H-U-T-E, dot com slash Jesse Lee Peterson. JLP Talk on Twitter. JLP Talk on Twitter. And Jesse Lee Peterson on Instagram. Instagram. So, it is Thursday, and most of you know that every Thursday is Bible Thumper Thursday. You don't expect to see at a Sunday church service a fight in the pulpit. It's a disgrace. Whosoever Let me hear you speak in tongues. And I read the Bible cover to cover. Very, very close to my mom. The real mama's boy. You will emerge from that as an atheist. What did you just say? <laughs> What the Bible Thumper Thursday? We do with all the issues, but uh, we have a little bit more time with the Bible Thumpers because unless they are truly ready to overcome, it's hard to even communicate with a Bible Thumper. Uh, they don't speak in normal language. They just quote scriptures to keep the intellect going which is the ego causing them to feel that they know what they're talking about, right? So we try to calm them down, slow them down a little bit in hopes that they will see. Slow down a little bit, slow your roll, 
When you slow your roll, you free your mind. You free your mind. And if you free your mind, the rest will follow. If you free your mind, the rest will follow. You know, amazing. So I do want to, you know, I was thinking about this during the meeting with my producer Nate this morning, the anchor baby. And um, I realized what's missing in most people, all for a minute, but most after a while, because a few, because a few people tend to catch on, and they once they catch a little bit of truth, it's the beginning of working on themselves. They work on themselves in the meetings and after the meetings and all day. They work on themselves. I realize that. You are not your brother's keeper. You have to be your own keeper. You have to work on you. Because your brother smacked you in the face. As soon as you say one thing they don't like, when I say brother, I mean brother and sister. As soon as you say one thing they don't agree with or like, you become a bitter enemy. They get angry, they overreact, and they're gone. You are not your brother's keeper. You have to work on you. You have to work on you night and day. It's not enough to just read something and then start quoting it because the devil interpreted it for you, knowledge inside your imagination. And you're thinking that is you because you have identified with the devil thinking that is you. And so the voice of interpreting things you believe to be true because you think it's from you or God, and it's not. But you seriously got to work on you. If you want to overcome the world, you got to work on you. You are not your brother's keeper. You got to work on you. And if your brother, your sister, your whatever want to find their way, they have to work on themselves. You can't do it for them. You can't make you can't make them or anyone else work on themselves. All right? You gotta take control. And in today's world, because anger is pushed as good, which is evil. Anger is evil to the core. Worse than you can even imagine an angry person is a murderer. An angry person cannot be trusted. I don't care who the person is. If that person is anger, angry, that person is evil. Heart filled with stone. And that person is your enemy. I don't care what title they have on them, placed on them. And you need to just know that. Don't freak out. Don't judge him. Because who are you to judge, right? But you need to see that. And when you work on yourself, you will see it. I've said over and over and over again until I was black and blue in the face that all thoughts are evil. Practical thoughts are not. You know, thoughts about Oh, let's see, what I'll do to uh, improve my business. What will I do at work today? You know, I got to get up and go to work. I need gas. Practical thought. Other than that, all thoughts. All thoughts are evil. And that's why we've been warned, even from the scriptures, to bring all thoughts into captivity. All thoughts into captivity. But you love your thoughts. Isn't that amazing? Even though there are no real answers in your thought, you love them. You run to them for answers. You run to thoughts for answers. Even when they, they give you an answer, 
and then you see that it doesn't work, you run back for another answer, more answers for them. Around and around, you run to thoughts for answers. You are afraid to let go, abandon all thoughts. Have you noticed that about yourself? Because you believe that you are thoughts and that they are yours. And you don't believe in God at all. You believe about God, the thought about God, but that's not God. Every thought about God is a lie. It's not even true. Thoughts cannot comprehend God at all. The night, the dark cannot comprehend the light. And the thoughts are dark. I don't care how bright they make you feel or how good you feel, they're still dark. And they cannot comprehend the mind of God. You got to work on yourself, folks. You got to work on yourself. You must be willing to overcome the world. And the only way you're going to overcome the world is to overcome you. And once you truly see this, just a little glimpse of it is the beginning. The mustard seed will grow. You got to stay with it. You got to be still. And you must become an observer. The real you must observe the not you. You are not your thoughts. Even the scriptures warn us of the evil, warn us of the evil of thoughts. They warn us, but yet, the devil tells oh, don't believe that. You created those thoughts. You're, you're right. You are right. You're so blind you can't even see. You see, but you don't comprehend. You don't understand. You, you read the words in the Bible, and then you make up meanings to the word. And it's not you, but it's the devil in you, but you think it's you. And in real, real reality, we're not in control of anything. Of every breath we take, every arm we move, we move our body. It's not us. That's the spirit of God, the energy, the life of God that caused your arm to move, your body to function. We are not in control of anything, but your devil nature, which is your ego, wants you to think that you are and you're miserable. Every family, I don't care who it is, every person. That's why all who want to be free from all that, must be born of the spirit of the Father. You must return to the Father. Ain't no way around it because you've been turned away from him. You're looking into darkness when you look into your imagination, when you look into thoughts, because you're turned away from the light, as simple as that. And you have identified the darkness as you. And then you've been helped by the world, which is of darkness, to identify with the darkness because you put the world idol-worshipping, you put the world over you. People of the world, people with titles, I don't care what the title is, but you put them over you. The world can tell you, you can be a drug addict and be fine. And matter of fact, we're going to set up shop where you can go and get some drugs every day. And what do you do? You line up and get drugs. Because the world, the experts told you, it's just fine. The preacher tell you that Jesus is God. And because the preacher's called preacher, pastor, they love to say pastor, pastor, preacher, deacon, whatever, they tell you that Jesus is God. You run around like little hypnotized monkeys calling Jesus God, and they're doing It's not doing anything for you at all. Nothing at all. You want to prove that you're the black Jew. So you read the scriptures to try to prove you're the black Jew, not the real Jews, but you. And you just quote scriptures, nothing changed, you're still black. It's amazing to set up, but you can overcome it. I can know anyone that wants to, anyone, it doesn't matter who you are, you can overcome it if you want to. 
but you got to pull away from the crowd. And when I say pull away from the crowd, I don't mean you got to make yourself intellectually pull away, pull away from the crowd because intellectually you're not pulling away. You have to overcome the world. You must be born again. All who are born of the woman of the flesh must be born of the spirit of the father. Isn't that amazing? And the last thing, the world, your enemy, within and without, want you to do is to be born of the Father. Why do you think men are so under attack? All men, even the weak beta men, are under attack. They are attacked by their mothers. They are attacked by their grandmothers. They are attacked by the schools, the government, the media, everything. Because even though they are beta, the evil and the attackers know that if that man should wake up and turn back to the light, to the Father, you better go sit down. Evil knows that inside the per- people who are trying to attack men, but the person that is possessed don't know they're possessed. They think it's them. What a mess, huh? But you must be born again. It ain't about color. No such thing as racism. That's a stone, bald-faced lie. Evil lie. Never has been, never will be. No such thing as racism, sexism, another bald-faced lie. Uh, Homophobism, another lie. Antisemitism, another lie. White supremacism, black supremacism, deadbeat-ism. Whatever it is, they're all lies, made up by lies and used by liars to physically advance themselves because they're in hell. They're not getting better inwardly. You can bank on that. But they get a little money, a false power, and they feel good about their egos. And yet, in the private moments when they're alone, they're miserable. Behind closed doors, they're catching hell, fear and doubt, and worry, and jealousy, and envy, and strife, and and suicidal thoughts, and loneliness, and all kind of stuff, which is the nature of the devil. All thoughts are evil. And you've been warned of it in the scripture, and you omit it, because the preacher didn't tell you that. An example, 2 Corinthians 10.5. Well, the Bible thumpers cast down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Cast down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Not some thoughts, not a good but bad feeling thought, but every thought, those that make you feel good too. God is not about feeling. He's dispassionate. He's not a passionate God. He's not a unconditional God and all that crap that people say, right? Bringing into captivity every thought. Now do you believe me when I tell you that all thoughts are lies, all thoughts are evil? It's the spirit, it's the nature of evil. That's why people who are into the imagination, who are into thoughts, they are evil. They can't be trusted. They are unforgiving. They are judgmental. They're evil. They're insecure, revengeful, and they can't help it. So you can't judge them just like you can't judge yourself, right? You have to overcome yourself, not judge yourself. Human beings are possessed with the spirit of the devil that need to be rebuked by the light of God. That's not going to happen until you see that you are, that you're wrong. Bring down every thought. And this is for the black people who think that they're the Jews. Your thoughts, those thoughts that are telling you you're the black Jew, they're lying to you. 
And if you were, and you're still miserable, what good is it doing you to think you're the Jew? Or trying to prove that Jesus didn't exist? Or that Jesus was not the Son of God? Think about it. It's just all thoughts straight out of hell. And it's doing no good for you. Your life is miserable. You can be free right here on earth. Overcome the hell that's in you. Hell that's on earth inside of you. Overcome the thoughts, you overcome the hell. Overcome the anger by forgiving, you overcome the hell. Anger is evil. You're never going to have peace. You lie to yourself. And you do everything to pretend that you're free and you're not. Behind closed doors, you're miserable. Somebody don't invite you to a party, you wonder, what the? I thought they liked me. They didn't invite me to the party. Oh, Lord. So 2 Corinthians 10.5, cast down imaginations and every high thing that exhausts itself against the knowledge of God and bring it into captivity, every thought to the obedience of Christ. You've been warned. Hold on to the thoughts if you want. And one other I want to give you is from Romans 12, 2. And I understand that only the Bible thumpers who are truly seeking, and they realize that, hey, this, this, I've been reading the scripture. I've been reading the word. It ain't working. What the? You will get this. Most won't. Because they're lost in the intellect. They're in dark. Romans 12, 2. Do not conform to the patterns, pattern of this world. And what are you doing? All people into thought are conforming. You run with the crowd. You go with the crowd. You identify with the crowd because you're afraid to stand alone. You believe that they know more than you, even though they're miserable, and you know it. But you're afraid to stand alone. You conform to the world. The world tells you that you got to play ball in in, in the, the so-called gay pride color thing, homosexual color thing, what you do, you put on color socks. Or you got to play ball in pink. What do you do? You put on pink. The men do. They have conformed to the world. They have conformed. You cannot say this or that. What do you do? You conform. Romans, all in the name of Jesus. These are, and I'm talking to the Bible thumpers. They're no different than the non-Bible thumpers. They're atheists thumping the Bible. Romans 12, 2, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I rest my case. You renew your mind, and you can't renew it, but the Spirit of God will, the truth will. Renew your mind, and you'll be transformed. It will happen naturally because you will shed off the world. You will overcome it, the nature of the devil. Look at the world right now. The people are running the world, and the people in the world, they're evil. They're about themselves. They are not about you. They put titles on themselves to make you feel less than and make themselves feel needed by you, and you fall for it. Because you're afraid to stand alone. And again, standing alone will happen naturally when you look within. You know something is wrong with you. Don't worry about anybody else. Everybody got a problem because they have not been transformed by the renewing of their minds. They read the scripture, but their mindset is still the same of the devil. Romans 12, 2, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And when they say the renewing of your mind, they're not talking about your brains. Your brains make the body function, dummies. It made the blood flow. It made you have practical thoughts. It made the body flow, function. Your legs move. It ain't got nothing to do with what we were talking about, all right? But anyway, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test 
and approve what God's will is, then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. But you got to renew your mind. You must be transformed. And the way you renew your mind is to see that something's wrong with the thoughts. And don't hate what you see. Don't get mad at what you see. There, are no, there is no good in thoughts. Zero good. That's why when human beings tell you they're good, they're lying. There's nothing good about them. Human beings are evil. Wicked to the core. Wicked to the core. The Bible tells us to be careful what we believe. Oh, we're giving you scripture today. In the beginning was the word. <laughs> we're giving you the word this morning. In the beginning, right? The Bible wants us to be careful what we believe. This is from Proverbs 4.23. Be cautious about what you think. Your thoughts run your life. Aren't you controlled by thought? Crazy, huh? Your thoughts run your life. Don't use your mouth to tell lies. Tell me lies, tell me sweet little lies. Tell me lies. Oh, no, don't patronize. Tell me lies. Be cautious about what you think. Your thoughts run your life. Don't use your mouth to tell lies. Don't ever say things that are not true. Don't ever say things that are not true. Yet people continue to put their faith in the Bible. The Bible is the word of God. They put their faith in the Bible. They believe that Jesus is God. And they love to believe in the thoughts. They love it. And they, even though they're miserable, even though there are no answers in thoughts, no freeing up in the thoughts, but yet they go a lifetime believing on them. They don't work on themselves. In that deep, what the? That's amazing. You can be free. You don't have to live in conflict. Really. Christ came, sent by his father to make the sacrifice so that all sins would be forgiven and you could be free. Sins mean anger, hatred. And then life will come and you'll be fine. You'll die from the old nature and you'll be free. You will be free. I have to tell you, the anchor baby put this package together so when we were going through it this morning, I'm like, boy, one day you're going to be a preacher. <laughs> it was so good. All about the thought. Everything we've been telling you all about, stop believing the thoughts. Have no faith in anyone. Don't believe in Anyone, don't believe in the Bible, don't believe in anyone in the Spirit, but the Spirit of God. Believe the Son, you believe the Father. 888-7753-773. 888-77-JESSE. J-E-S-S-E. When I come back, your phone calls, your super chats, and whatever... A quick break. Back in a moment. Now, I totally disagree with the way things are going, but you can't be angry. 
because that's what the enemy wants. He wants to control you. They do things to make you mad so they can control you. It's like being married. And the wife would do things to make you mad or she would do things to make you feel good. And men do that to women too when they want something from the woman, especially sex. They'll make her feel good or they'll make her angry. And the woman's going to have to say, you don't want to be angry. You want to speak up. You want to disagree with what's going on. It's wrong. But do not be angry. Then you won't have fear. You won't have doubt. You won't have worries. You'll be able to see. But you got to stay away from anger. That's why you must forgive your mothers and your fathers so that you can overcome the spirit of anger. It's a spirit and it's wicked. Nothing good in anger. Because it has no love, folks. You need love to defeat evil. And love is not a weakness. It's a strength. It's from God. It's His nature. Okay, folks, welcome back. Um, a few announcements before I get to the callers here. The Hake Report is coming up at 9 a.m. this morning, Pacific Time, from 9 to 11 Pacific Time, Monday through Friday. And then tonight, ladies form tonight, the first meeting of the year. Every Thursday night for ladies only at 7 p.m. Pacific Time. And uh, the first Thursday night for men only. And then uh, Sunday morning for everybody and the mama. We have a brand new episode of The Fallen State to- tomorrow as well. The Lord is willing and the creek don't rise. I spoke with David Yunkins. And he is an Air Force veteran and military defense lawyer. It was a very interesting discussion. I had I don't know if I ever had that type of discussion uh before, but it was interesting. Watch this. Yonks. Next time on the Fallen State. I was willing to risk my military career, my retirement, because I was not going to compromise on what God was calling me to do. You are a Christian, am I right? That's right. I try to look at what is the underlying sin issue. Secular humanism and atheism really is the religion of tyranny. Amazing. They're trying to put people in categories. We're all created in the image of God. We're all created equal. Is there a change coming at all? God is good. God reigns. He alone can change hearts and minds. Very interesting discussion. On the Fallen State, tomorrow at 12 noon Pacific Time. And um, a, a quick reminder, you can uh, show your support by becoming a member of the Fallen State YouTube channel. The Fallen State YouTube channel. All right? Amazing. Don't forget, ladies, the Women's Forum to, uh, tonight at 7 p.m., let me go to Jason, a first-time caller out of uh, Tampa, Florida. Jason, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Jesse, how you doing, man? Good morning. Good morning, Jason. Hey, it's a pleasure to talk to you, man. I'm I'm uh, 20 years old. Are you on the I speaker, turned, Jason? Uh, I, I'm sorry. Yeah, give me a second. Okay, hold on, buddy. Y'all cannot be on the speaker, Bluetooth, and I'm sure I know Nick tell y'all that. And yet you get on. What the? I'll come back to you, Jason. Do not hang up. I'll come back to you. David, a first-time caller out of North Carolina. David, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Hi, Jesse. How are you? All is well, David. Hey, Jesse. I'm very inspired by your message on controlling the mind because you said, you know, the thoughts are lies and things like that. You know, I'm a young man. I grew up without a father. And so, you know, that obviously is taking its toll as I get older. And so I wanted to... And why, before you ask your question, how is that taking a toll? 
Well, it's taking a toll because, you know, it's, it's, it's the lack of proper re- uh, male role models, you know, proper ones. And what is that? You know, what is the proper male role model? Well, just, well, from what I'm hearing, what you're saying, you know, not debaters, you know what I'm saying? Just, just, just a man that can just uh, be to the father, you know, God, you know, a man that has a plum, um, a, a man that's, that's, you know, just, just not easily uh, persuaded by evil. Oh, okay. You know, go you ahead. Know? Yeah. Um, is, is that something you agree with? Yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So I wanted to just ask you, you know, because first off, I really can feel you do a lot of spiritual work, you know, just, you know, feeling your energy. I'm like, man, I can tell Jesse really takes this stuff pretty seriously and things like that. But I wanted to just ask you for some tips on about controlling your anger and just controlling your mind. Because, you know, I hear you saying it. I hear you mentioning the Bible verses and things like that, which is very useful and things like that. But, you know, what what are some things that just, be more practical with it, you know, more quicker. What's, what's, a, what's some advice you can give me? Like, let's say uh, someone is, um, you know, being verbally abusive, like a woman, so to say, you know, being verbally abusive. Uh, what would so, number suggest? one, there is no such thing as verbal abusive. That is a made-up word to con- by the world to control you. No such thing. It's a made-up thing. But here's what you do. You can't control the mind, you have to overcome the mind because the mind is of the devil. It's of the spirit of the devil. And all you need to do is to be aware of the mind, of the thoughts. You have to be aware by looking at them. And the only way that you're going to become aware of them is you must forgive so that God can forgive you and he will change your heart from anger, which is evil, which is the nature of the devil, to the light of God, to love. You must have love of the heart, perfect love, right? And the only way you're going to get that, you got to see that you're wrong for being angry and go and forgive your mother and or your grandmother whom I raised you and forgive mm-hmm. your father for not being there to protect you from them because mm-hmm. his mother turned him away too from his father and every woman he got involved with, get involved with, is mama, and he can't handle the spirit in the woman. So you got to mm-hmm. forgive your mother so that God will forgive you so you can see the thoughts, and the rest is history. Mm. So so you don't believe there's anything like verbal abuse. So I'm, I'm going to assume if someone <laughs> says something, because, Jesse, you know, you, you, you deal with a lot of people every day, and I, I've seen your interviews. And I'm, I, I've seen them say some crazy things to you and stuff like that. But I know that you keep your composure and stuff like that. Because, so I'm, I'm asking, like, no, I'm go, sorry, ahead. go ahead. No, ask your question. Go ahead. No, I'm, so I, I, I want to know. I'm like, how, how are you brushing it off like this? I mean, you, you, you do it so well. You know what I'm saying? You just do it so well, and, and, you, and you just keep going. And so, you know, you, you say there's no such thing as verbal abuse. I, I guess that's the thing of people being hurt by the word. People who I, I are being hurt by that. people who are being hurt by words are of their father the devil. They believe mm. they believe that they are their thoughts and feelings and mm. they are not. All thoughts mm. all thoughts and all feelings are of the devil. It's not you. It's just that you've identified with it. So when God took away the anger, the spirit of anger from my heart. He, it caused me to see the thoughts, and in seeing the thoughts, I started to, the, the light of God is what caused you to see it, and so the light started to destroy the darkness, which are thoughts, and when it destroyed, you no longer identify with the thoughts, so when people attack you verbally or however, they are oh. not attacking you because you no longer identify with thoughts and feelings. You are not the thoughts and you're not the feelings. So if there is no you, then there's nothing there that they can hurt. Mm, mm, mm. So it's like, it's like detachment. Yes. Um, oh, wow. Wow. So Jesse, as a reverend, um, I, I know you can help me with this, with this next question. I'm sorry. I'm taking up so much time. No, no problem. But, but, um, you said one, one of the, uh, major things I really like. uh, that you say is the kingdom is within. You quote the Jesus verse, the kingdom is within. Yes. And so, okay, 
are you referring to the soul of the individual? What are, what exactly are you referring to when you say something like that? And number one, oh, it's you. not as a reverend. That's as a, uh, uh, a reverend or pastor. It's just a title. It just tells you the type of work that the person do. Other than that, it has no meaning. Um, wow. When the kingdom of heaven is in us, meaning that the nature, the spirit of God is within us. Um the natural state of living is within us. And when you start to look within, you will see the not you. You will see that you're not this, the thoughts. You will see that you're not the angry person. You'll see that that spirit is no good. And that as long as you believe that, you're no good because the devil is your daddy, right? And so the spirit of God, the kingdom of heaven is the, is the truth, the real truth. It's the light. It's everything. It's the kingdom of heaven, which is God. You will see that that is with you, and you'll be fine. And you start to live from within rather than from without. You will no longer be um, transformed into the world, but you will be overcome the world by your mind being renewed by the Spirit of God. So the kingdom of heaven is the nature. It's the spirit. It's the state of living, true state of being. Wow. Wow. One last thing, Jesse. I thank you so much for this. Because yeah. um, you, you taught me so much. You know what I'm saying? You taught me so much. Um, one of the things I, I, I really appreciate you saying is not necessarily being led by the woman. Right. You know, you said, you said um, anytime a man listens to a woman, he suffers. Yes. And Jesse, I'm, I'm telling you, man, there's a lot of validity to what you are saying when, when you say that and things like that. And so what, what exactly, because are we, are we saying the woman's advice is not necessarily valuable because you got some people that say, oh, the woman is the creator. God is a woman. You know, we, you know, the woman this and the woman that. What is your commentary for people who say things like that? And what is your commentary when I, when I'm asking you, you know, you know, are we just supposed to dismiss the woman and just listen to God alone? (laughs) You know, um, how are we supposed to maneuver this? That's a good question. Uh, number one, the woman has never created anything. A mm. uh, woman can't create if she had to. It's not in her mm. to do that. Uh, she didn't create you. God created you. And he sent you through the man. If you didn't put your seed into the woman, there would be no baby. So the woman, mm. all she is is the oven that, that holds the bread until the bread is ready to come out of the oven. So mm. that's not true. You could hear them, but don't follow them. Even your mother, when you become an adult, it's time mm-hmm. to pull away from mama because mama has a jealous spirit. And she mm-hmm. would try to, because of her insecurity and, and her fears and doubts and worry, she'll try to control you the rest of your life so that she can feel good. And then if you don't mm-hmm. listen to her, she'll say, I'm your mama. Why don't you listen to your mama? Like, that's a big deal. She's not your mama anymore. You're a grown man, right? And so a right. man shouldn't even listen to his mother because she's jealous of him and of his woman, if he has one, of his children. And that's why God said that if you do get married, take your family, fall away from your family because they will destroy, especially mothers and grandmothers. Uh, you can hear her. But don't take her advice. Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, Jesse, thank you and, so much. And you know why that is? It's because men are the heads of head of all women, not just their wives, but their mothers and their grandmothers and their daughters and females that are out in the world, co-workers. And men are the head. Men, mm-hmm. men are the light of the world and the salt of the earth. But if the the light been turned away from God, then they are not the light. They need to turn back to the light. Have you gone mm-hmm. and forgiven your mother? Oh, yeah. I, you know, absolutely. I've also forgiven my father. You know, he passed away a while, while back ago. And but, when oh, did yeah, you I've go definitely... and forgive your mother? Oh, I, I did this. Um, I actually did this when my, when my father passed away. You know what? what I'm saying? I had to be very empathetic to the concept of, you know, just having someone do the best they can as a, as a woman, because really, you know, is, is, I can't necessarily be mad at her in totality, uh, especially if, you know, 
it takes two to raise a child. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely, for, I definitely found it in my heart to forgive her first and foremost. My father was actually the second person I had to forgive, but I definitely forgave my mother first. So you told her you forgive her? Oh, absolutely. And what did absolutely. she say? Uh, she she very much appreciated it. You know what I'm saying? At first, uh, you know, I I definitely um, had a hard time with my father. It was really my father. I didn't really have much problems with my mom. It was really my father. What did you What did you say to your mother when you went and forgave her? Well, it it was just a concept of you know, mom. You know, I I know you did everything you could. I thank you and and I forgive you for the the mistakes you made. And, you know, you you are the best mom I could have ever had. You know what I'm saying? So you and have so, not forgiven her then. Your mother is not the best mother you could have ever had. Your mother's evil. She turned you away from your father, and she cannot admit that she's wrong. What what makes you feel like, you know, well, you know, you, you don't really know the situation, but I can't say she turned me against my father. You didn't you know, just, so, what made you, what made you, uh, what made you have to, what did you have to, if you can say, what did you have to forgive your father for? For? Well, I had to forgive my father for his lack of ability to show me what a real man is. And so, you know, he, he did not know how to control his anger. His, he, he was very angry. He was angry at and you? I was, he was angry at the world. What, and was and, he you know, angry at you? At times, it felt like it because, you know, he, he, he could have been very abusive. Was he you know, angry at, at you? At times. At times. And why? Why? Uh-huh. These are things I, I really don't know. He, he, he would tell me, you know, you know, hey, Sam, look, don't be like me. That's my middle name, Sam. He says, don't, don't be like me, okay? And I was like, okay, okay, Pop. You know, and he he was angry because of his life. No, he and was so, angry because he had an evil mother. You, and that's crazy that, that as you say that, Jesse, because he really liked his parents. He hated his parents. <laughs> there is no love and 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 anger, zero love. And and when you have anger, you feel guilty. Because the mother have made you feel guilty, like somehow or another you owe her something. I had you, I raised you, and now you feel a false sense of obligation to her. She has become uh-huh. your, she has become your god, and that's why it's hard for you to be honest with her. You have to say, "Oh, I love you, mom. You're the best mom. You're the this." But I forgive you. If you love her, you, there would be nothing to forgive her for. But you're afraid of her because she has made, she has. Uh, 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 re, re, reform you in her image. She recreated you in her image, and you don't realize that. I don't know about that, Jesse. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 it's, it's interesting. That's a pretty interesting philosophy. So, you, but how can you love someone and then have to forgive them? If you had love for them, real love, there would be nothing to forgive them for because there would be no anger. Well, this is something I'm I'm, I'm I hope you appreciate. My mom actually. Uh, wanted me to have a relationship with my father, and she wanted me to have a relationship with my dad. And because my dad, you know, didn't necessarily have the the, the best character at the time, you know, I didn't necessarily want to be around him. But my mom said, "Sam, you 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 need your father. You know, you you need your." Was father. she married to him? At one point, yeah. did she tell you why he left? Because she was difficult to deal with. Um, she actually left. She actually left because not trying to be too personal, Jesse. Right. But you know, yeah. my my father. You know, listen, listen. The world is evil, like you said, Jesse. The world is evil, and Me, so the meaning world, that the human beings are evil, right? It's not the physical yeah. world. It's this nature of human nature. Human nature is naturally evil. Right. And so it, it definitely influenced my father in a negative way. Okay. And influenced him in a negative way. And so, you know, it, it just caused him to just be influenced and it just molded him into something. The world is very bad. It's a very bad place for some people. And that's, that's exactly what happened. 
And so, but the world he, is not well, a he, bad place for you if you if the individual has overcome the devil, if it's overcome <laughs> anger, then you could be. Right. We were created to live in this world, not to be of it, but to live in this world. God knew that most people are not going to overcome the nature of the devil. But he has to set up where his children can live in this world and not be affected by inwardly. Let me let me just do this. Have you heard of the silent prayer dot video? I heard you mention the silent prayer, and I actually wanted you to go into it. I'm like, is 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 it is it a, like a little prayer that you say to yourself? What, I, I, I want you to go prayer? go to uh, www dot silent prayer dot video www.silentsilentprayer.video. Okay. Silent, I want you to start doing that. Do your little hooping and hollering stuff, uh, and then once, you, <laughs> <laughs> once you're doing your little hooping and hollering, and, and, and be still and know God. Be still so he can bring you out of the darkness of thoughts, the imagination, which is of the devil, and you'll see that you are not in the thought, you have never been in the thoughts, that you have been identifying with them as you. And then you will overcome them. You cannot control them. You want to see them so they'll be taken away from you because it's the ego, it's the nature of the devil. So do the silent prayer, uh, David, and let me know what you think about that. Thank you so much, Jesse. Thank you. Thank you so much. I wish you well, man. Are you, are you living on your own or are you living with your mama? I'm, I'm living on my own. You know, I, I, I moved out. Oh, good. Year, so I, I'm excited. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm very, very, very excited to do that. And so now, you know, the mind is the first thing because, you know, like the Bible says, your mind is shaped, uh, your your life is shaped by your thoughts. That's, so that's right. Why that's I'm, why you got to overcome I'm, them. You got to overcome them. And, yeah. then, and, then, and then you said, don't be a beta right. and listen to the to the women. You know, and yep. Jesse, man, I wish I would have came up with that advice sooner, you know, because <laughs> women have have definitely, well, one has definitely influenced my life for the negative. Yep. And I'm like, man, I, I, I need to be more patriarchal. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I'm like, like what what the, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm like, yeah. what what's going on? She's they, completely ruined my life. They can't I'm help it because, because the woman's nature is evil and she hates. <clears throat> She hates. There, there's, I can't even use the word strong enough. Women detest. They hate, hate weak men. They hate men who caters to them. They hate mm. men who try to please them. They mm. hate men who uh, pretend to be strong. When uh, Women know a weak man when she sees one, right? They hate men mm. who pretend they're strong. They just hate it. That's why you have to overcome mama's nature so you can return to your natural nature, which is of God. So why why do they tell us we want a man to, to love us and do all this wonderful stuff and, and, you know, cater to us and make sure we're okay? Because they don't know what they want. Women do not know mm. what they want at all. They have no clue. Mm, mm. So what is a woman's purpose for a man's life? And to be his helpmate. His helpmate? Yeah, to guide her. You, you're supposed to guide her out of the hell she's in, but don't go into the hell with her. Don't try, mm. to, don't try to satisfy her emotions and don't, don't, don't argue with her or anything. She cannot help it, but you show her how to overcome that by being strong. Mm. David, so, I, I got to okay. run. We're going to get cut off. So... Here's what I recommend. I invite you to download my silent prayer. Um, I know some people have called in and they wonder if the silent prayer is working. And I just want to take a second and, and to tell them that it works. You just have to stick with it. Yeah. Um, that's the first thing I started doing before I even forgave my parents. And I was so depressed and suicidal at some times that I, I just would have to stop in the middle of my job or whatever I was doing and go into the silent prayer. And it, it really does help. Like, I, I don't have those anymore. Amazing. Um, you haven't seen anything yet. Doubt every thought. Bring every thought into captivity. Just let them all pass. Don't judge them. You haven't seen anything. It gets better and better and better and easier, easier, easier. So my gift to you, no charge. 
at rebuildingtheman.com slash church. Don't eat that street snack dragon's breath, kids. It's dipped in liquid nitrogen. Parents, warn your children. And U.S. is going to reach their our debt ceiling today, according to the unchristian Janet Yellen. And the government's blowing money everywhere. It's disgusting. New Zealand's female prime minister, Jacinda Ardern, going to resign in weeks, unexpectedly. Can't take the heat. Can't take Hague's heat. <laughs> China virus cases, cases, cases going up. But DeSantis, Ron DeSantis, may ban commie vaccine mask mandates in Florida. That's the governor over there. This is the end of hour one of the Jason Lee Peterson show. It is Bible Thumper Thursday, January 19th, 2023 AD. Stay tuned for hour two. Jesse Lee will be right back. But first, fake news, not fake news. Women's Forum tonight, third Thursday of the month, by the way, ladies. Rebuildingtheman.com slash events, 7 p.m. here at Bond in Los Angeles. Rebuildingtheman.com slash events. What? Watch what you eat. Commie Nonsense Network CNN reports a street snack. Ever heard of that? Street snack known as Dragon's Breath is at the center of a new dangerous viral video trend. The colorful candies are dipped in liquid nitrogen to create a vapor effect when eaten, resulting in smoke-like fumes uh, flowing out of the mouth, nose, and ears. Health officials are warning against consuming the popular candy after at least 20 children in Indonesia suffered food poisoning and other severe injuries. Don't eat liquid nitrogen. Government's messing up the economy. Call me Nonsense Network CNN reports the U.S. is expected to reach its debt limit today. According to Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen, not a Christian, by the way, but lawmakers have a few months to negotiate until the government defaults. Established by Congress, the debt ceiling is the maximum amount that the federal government is able to borrow to finance obligations that lawmakers and presidents have already approved. The debt ceiling currently stands at $31.4 trillion and has been modified more than 100 times since World War II. Once the debt limit is reached, the Treasury Department will begin implementing extraordinary measures to delay a default in order to avoid a financial crisis. Essentially, the government is no longer able to borrow. If the government is no longer able to borrow, they will no longer have enough money to pay all of our bill, their bills. That means that it would likely have to temporarily delay payments and default on some of their commitments potentially affecting Social Security payments, which supposedly you've already paid into it, so it should be there. Veterans benefits, uh, federal employees' salaries, fire them anyway, fire them, among others. What a mess. New Zealand is going to have a breath of fresh air, maybe. (laughs) Call me Nonsense Network, CNN reports. New Zealand Prime Minister female Jacinda Ardern unexpectedly announced today that she will resign within weeks saying she doesn't believe she has the energy to seek re-election in the October polls. Her term will likely end by February 7th, when she expects a new Labour prime minister. Labour meaning communist. That's their political party. Prime minister will be sworn in, though depending on the process, it could be earlier, she said in a statement. When Ardern became prime minister in 2017 at the age of 37, She was New Zealand's third female, quote-unquote, leader and one of the youngest leaders in the world. Within a a year, she had given birth in office. That's right. She got pregnant by her partner, male, whom she lived with. Uh, Anyway, only the second world leader ever to do so, having a baby while in office. How embarrassing. What a disgrace. New Zealand, get it together. She was also a former DJ. Did you know that? (laughs) She's so cool. An elapsed Mormon. She's still on her rumspringa, I guess, who garnered immense popularity among young people. However, her popularity has waned in recent years because she's just like the rest, with some critics arguing she's done little to deliver the transformational government she promised when first elected. China virus, cases, cases, cases among rising COVID-19, cases, cases, cases across the United States, according to the Common Nonsense Network. Florida Republican Governor Ron DeSantis is pushing to ban permanently China virus vaccine and mask mandates, face mask mandates. DeSantis is a vocal China virus skeptic 
and he signed measures in 2021, and he wants to do more to protect the people from the communist violence. I'm James Hake. Thank you, Jesse Lee Peterson, for an excellent Jesse Lee Peterson show, Bible Thumper Thursday. Thank you, Hassan and Nick, helping make it happen. Always cool.